Hey y'all, welcome back to What Happened to Syria. This is a bonus episode we're doing with a gentleman from Raqqa. Do you care to introduce yourself, sir? I am Hassan Al-Qassab, 29 years old. I was born in Raqqa City, 1992. Then I studied medicine in al Murad University until 2013. After that, I didn't continue my study because of the Syrian revolution. So I stayed in Raqqa city until October 2014. Then I moved to Turkey. I worked there with many, at many local uh, and international, international organizations there. Uh, after that, I moved to Germany 2016. I stayed there uh, four months and then I came to Serbia to continue my study. I finished my study in uh, December uh, 2020 uh, and now I am in uh, Romania. What was it like when the Syrian revolution began? What were those first protests like in, in Raqqa? Uh, the first protest in uh, Raqqa was in 20. 5 of March. Uh, this protest uh, started uh, from the Al Fordos Mosque for 15 minutes and after that it finished. After that, every week uh, or sometimes every two or three weeks, uh, some protest. Uh, what do we need more? What, what was your involvement with the, the protests? Uh, I was a medicine student in Deir Zor at, uh, at Al-Farad University. I joined to the protest against Al-Assad regime in 22 of April, in the Great Friday, Al-Jum'ah Al-Azimah. This uh, time, uh, this time, uh, Deir Zor, was a very big uh, protest there. Statue of Basil al-Assad uh, was demolished in Deir Zor in the city center of Deir Zor. Uh, that time I felt uh, that we had broken destruction and the change, the change was uh, the change is coming. Uh, it was a defining uh, moment in the history of my life that time I screamed long life Syria Tobel Bashar al-Assad What was it like to live in Raqqa prior to 2011? Um, what, what are some things that somebody who was born in Raqqa would know about the place that somebody who has never been oh. there would, wouldn't know? Uh, it was not allowed for people to, spoke, to speak about the politics or to criticize the government. Uh, there, are, there is a fire of arrest and the disappearance in the prison, in the jail. Uh, this made, uh, this made talking about this thing is prohibited. So no one can speak about why Bashar Assad until now he is the president of Syria. 
why the intelligence and the other branch uh, kill people or arrest the people and no one can ask why or no one can ask uh, where is this people why why you arrest this uh, this people where uh, where they are now no one can ask about this so when the revolution came uh, all the people there is no no fire now uh, we can do anything we want we will say no for Bashar al-Assad no uh, no to Bashar al-Assad no to the intelligence uh, no to the uh, other branch now we have power we have everything to say no how does um, how does Raqqa compare to other cities in Syria Raqqa it's a small city it's not like the resort not like Hamas not like Al-Hiyya, not like So, the other cities have a lot of protests, uh, more than Raqqa city, because a lot of reasons. First, uh, Raqqa city, there are a lot of intelligence member and other branch, uh, and the people there, how can I explain, explain that? So there were a lot of people who supported the regime in Raqqa? Yes, not not uh, for that. Not they are with Al-Assad regime side. But uh, a lot of people, they say, why we will do that? Assad regime will, will kill us. Uh, he will do something wrong for us. Uh, we can't uh, do anything for him. He will kill us. He will arrest us. Arrested uh, our son. They say that, but there are a lot of protests did in uh, happened in Raqqa city, but not like their zor, not like Homs, not like Hama, but they are a lot. How often would protesters in Raqqa be arrested or or shot by the security forces? Maybe you could be arrested or fired from your work or uh, your university because you are against of Bashar al-Assad. Sometimes uh, you are at risk, at risk of death or of injury because you are in the protest and the security forces, uh, they will uh, kill you or uh, you will have some injury. Uh, sometimes uh, your relatives, they are not safe. Uh, also, the Assad regime maybe will arrest them or absent as well. So the protesters were not only risking everything they had, but also the safety of their own families? Yes. For example, if you are an activist against Bashar al-Assad, uh, and the security forces, they can't catch you. They will catch your father, your mother, your sister, your brother, uh, to make a brother of you. You understand me? Yes. I mean, if nothing else, people need to know about this. Yes. When the Syrian people have suffered from the rule of the Assad regime since uh, 97, 1917. Uh, because there is no freedom. Uh, no one can uh, speak why this regime uh, 
control our life, why everything is not good for us. No one can see anything. What what were protesters calling for in 2011? Was it reform? Was it the? Uh, did they want Assad to resign? What exactly did people want? And in uh, the first Assad regime killed people in Daraa because they say we need to leave. Uh, no Bashar Assad. Bashar Assad killed these people. So people everywhere they will say no for this act, for this action, because it's not humanitarian to kill one because he say no for you. So a lot of protests did everywhere in Syria, Bakka also, to say no for Bashar what was your favorite memory from 2011? What stands out to you as the happiest moment? Uh, for me, I have been a part of this revolution since the beginning. And I participated in the peaceful protest against Bashar Assad and I provided many relief and medical aid in Raqqa and Erzul. This is the most important thing for me, and this is my memory from that revolution. What kind of medical care did you have to provide? What what kind of injuries were you seeing? I am a doctor, not a doctor, I am a medical student, and I, uh, in 2011, there are a lot of uh, people come from Dersor and Aleppo to Raqqa because uh, in this area uh, the Assad regime bombed the people and they are displaced from their house to Raqqa and uh, me and a lot of my friends, they helped us for medical, for relief, for everything. Yes, a lot of people from Homs, from Dersor, from Hama from Aleppo, they displaced from their country, their homes, to Raqqa city, because the Raqqa city that time was too safe. When they come to our city, we helped them, uh, and we did a lot uh, of medical uh, aid and uh, relief uh, aid for them. So people who couldn't go to the government-run hospitals would come to you? Yes, they can go to the hospital, but uh, not every time, because sometimes they need to go to the special hospital, you know? Uh, and they don't have money. Some, uh, sometimes they go to the public hospital, but they don't have money to get the medication. Right. And there were also cases where people would go to the hospital and they'd be arrested because, like, security forces would see, oh, he's got a, he's got a gunshot, he must have been a protester. Uh, yes, uh, there are a lot of people, especially from their store, uh, they are arrested by Assad regime in Raqqa because they are from Assad regime. Mm. Uh, yes, they say you are from Derzor, uh, you, with, uh, you are, you have relatives or 
sons uh, we are a member in a Syrian army or something like that so you will arrest you yes there are a lot of cases uh, as a regime arrested a lot of refuge from their zone and in your opinion why is it that Bashar al-Assad didn't step down um, in response to the protests? Why did he double down and engage in such brutality? The protest, um, it's not, it's not enough to fill down Bashar al-Assad. Uh, there is a big international support for him from Russia. China, from other countries, and Bashar Assad until now, he is stealing, bombing, and killing hundreds and hundreds uh, in the eyes of the international community. So no one has been able to prevent it. So we need the international community to help us to say stop. Bashar Assad to kill people. The protest is not enough, but it's the beginning for that. I see. As a as a medical student, um, how do you feel when you hear about the regime targeting hospitals and medical personnel? Yes, until now, uh, last month regime uh, bombed. Uh, Regime bombed the hospital, the national hospital in Al Atarab, in the countryside of Ali. Uh, they, they did this action uh, for uh, they need to say no one can help people, they don't need the other people to help uh, the people, uh, they are in the uh, areas which under control, Free Syrian Army or the other players in the area. So Bashar al-Assad need to be, how can I explain that? For example, he need to, he thinking about, uh, I am the boss, no one can help you, expect me. If you are in the other side, you will lose. You are with my side, everything could be okay. Hmm. Going back to the, the revolution, what was your favorite chant that people would say? Please, what is the favorite? Yeah, what, what, was it uh, Allah Surya Horea Wabas or was it something else? Uh, what was your favorite protest chant? Yes, for me? Yes. What would you say is um, the most important thing people need to know about the Syrian revolution and the people who participated in it? Uh, the Syrian revolution is a popular revolution against a dictatorial regime, not a civil war, as some people try to market it. And uh, the Syrian revolution is a revolution 
uh, of the whole Syrian people with all ethics, with all religions, and it's not monopoly of a specific group of people. Uh, no one can deny that mistakes occurred in the revolution, but this is this does this doesn't mean that the revolution lost its essence or the revolution was an unjust revolution. Until now Bashar al-Assad bombing and killing hundred and hundred in the age of international community. No one can prevent him. That means the international community satisfied with this daily massacres that are being committed in Syria. In in your opinion, yes. is the Syrian revolution still ongoing or has it come to an end? No, it's still ongoing. Until now, there are protests against Bashar al-Assad in Idlib, in Halab, uh, in exile, Germany. What? I, I mentioned Sweda. There were protests there last year. Sweda and Idlib and uh, side of Aleppo and Raqqa and Derzor. Until now, there are a lot of protests against Bashar al-Assad. In the exile, in uh, the Germany, in uh, French, uh, in Turkey, there are a lot. What What do you think the future of the Syrian revolution is going to look like? What do you expect uh, to happen? It was started in 2011, and until now, we will not win at all. But we did a change. Uh, maybe Bashar Assad until now he is the president, but and we can't fill him. But uh, we had some change. Uh, we will do more and more. We will do anything we can do it to change this regime and this security forces. In Syria, uh, maybe it will take a lot and a lot of time, but in the end, we will win. All right, Hassan, thanks so much for joining us today. This was awesome, man. Thank you so much for, for sharing your stories with us. Thank you, my friend. That was Mr. Hassan Al-Kassab, a Syrian activist from Raqqa, currently living in Romania. This was a bonus episode for the podcast. So far, we've been putting out our bonus episodes for free. Eventually, however, they will only be available for paying supporters on Patreon. If you like what you heard, please consider supporting us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. You can get access to bonus episodes in the future for just $3 a month and join our Discord server for $5 a month. You can also get fan-requested content and a shout-out in each episode when you join as a VIP patron for $20 a month. That is What Happened to Syria at Patreon.com. If you want to come on the show as a guest, feel free to email us at whathappentoseriapodcast at gmail.com. It's 
it's exactly the way it sounds, just without a question mark in the email address. Also, follow us on Twitter at SyriaPod. That's capital S, Syria, capital P, pod, one word, so that you can stay up to date with all of our episodes. Thank you to all of our listeners. I'm Sean Hastings, the creator and host of What Happened to Syria. We'll see you next week.